0: QFTA,
1: Timothy Michael McKernan, Tim McKernan Show,
0: Action Jackson. We've already done four hours of broadcasting together. What's another one?
1: Yeah, just throw another log on the fire, baby. But yet it's her favorite show. This is, at, yeah, 100%. Favorite show. It's
0: yep. QFTA. Uh, from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios, Ryan Kelly, sponsor of our studios. Get refinanced. Get pre-approved. Go through Ryan Kelly, the HomeLoanExpert.com. Ryan, one of the many sponsors who make this podcast and the Pick 6 podcast on the Tim McKernan Show possible. And we are grateful for his support. And I've used his uh, business to get uh, pre-approved and to refinance, So I recommend him wholeheartedly from a first-person experience. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is another wonderful sponsor. So once you get that house jackson then you get it insured with james carlton i had to reach out to james carlton this morning because someone in my family backed into someone in my family's car and therefore both of my family's cars are now damaged i'm not naming anybody involved in my family yep but james carlton got a call this morning for me or a text i suppose uh, and if you want to call him, 314-961-4800 or go online at CarltonInsurance.net. James Carlton is in Webster Groves he's my insurance agent. He's the best. And I texted him and within let me tell you, let me tell you something here. I texted him at nine thirty-seven and he got back to me at nine thirty-seven. Jeez. I mean He don't play around. It's a bet. Lay it down if they didn't know me ninety
1: one, but they know me now. That's James Carlton. He he is a special guy. He and is. a big tiger fan, which yeah, is he most loves, important.
0: He's make he's making Gabe Possible on TMA on Mondays and on Balloon Party on Friday. By the way, that's not going to play well on Balloon Party, is it?
1: Uh, maybe uh, it will? Maybe. I... I mean, this
0: Friday we'll be talking about Louisiana Tech.
1: Yeah, I think it's a it's...
0: Thursday night game.
1: Right. It's a local team. I think it will play just fine. All right. Fair enough.
0: Uh, and uh, and because of the car situation, I had to call Jamie Burkhardt yesterday after the car situation occurred. Another great Sponsor of the program. Absolutely. And find people. And he was laughing about it. And I was about to take my son to soccer practice. And he didn't want to wear his socks because they're too itchy. <laughs> so I had the car situation again, not naming any names of who was involved in any of it. And that's a situation. I got my son yelling at me about his itchy socks.
1: We've all been there. We've all had the itchy socks.
0: I was about to say, you've had you've had this? You've had family members backing into cars and... 5-year-olds yelling at you about their socks? No, if, if that's the case, you've got some you've got some stories to share with us.
1: Well, I've had my 4-year-old niece yell at me about her socks. Those socks? Have... Yeah, when I have taken her to soccer before and at that age they do they do a lot of things at soccer practice. Soccer is not one of them.
0: No, it uh, it is not, but uh, I did bring the the cookies and cupcakes last night for the post-game treat. That is one. So I was a hero to all of the children. Yes, you were. As I have been throughout my career. Uh, Jamie Burkhardt, Mungan S, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, another sponsor of this program we're very grateful for. And, of course, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Well Strategies, Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Gold. Those are the five sponsors at the moment of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Think about that. It's QFTA. What do you got, Jackson? Uh, no, this What's is... going on with you? You're fresh off of Jamie Rivers walking into the <laughs> studio, getting ready to accost you. And then after clearing the air with him, turtling, uh, Carrie Davis Came in Super Bowl champion, I L L. Yeah, I and I, uh, and you really didn't want a piece of him either.
1: Today has been humbling. Today has certainly been humbling. Um, yeah, one on ones program today was another one where I was really fighting the good fight. But hey, sometimes you don't do it. But this, I know. I when I heard we were going to do this today, a sigh of relief came over Cause me because
0: QFTA is therapeutic for you, 100 percent cathartic. Yeah, really, within the last 24 hours. Uh the Plowhawk has uploaded a Pepper and Genie, the award-winning podcast he and Iggy do uh to the 101 podcast feed by mistake. That caught the attention <laughs> of a number of people in the building here at Hubbard Radio in St. Louis. Certainly did. Uh Jackson uh had Jamie Rivers walk into the studio asking if Jackson had a problem with him.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Kerry
0: yep. Davis just followed just to like come over the top. Right. It's like yep. the n- new world order coming out. And uh and also at about 9 o'clock on today's Ryan Kelly Morning After, Iggy accused the audience of being jealous of him and it's did true. so with a straight face.
1: Yeah, it's true. A lot of accusations have been made. Uh, some m- more, what's the word I'm looking for, doctored than others. Um, but <laughs> <So> accusations <impressive. laughs> accusations nonetheless.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and, and this is a place where we make more of them. It's QFTA, and you can send in your questions, your comments. Your erotic st- I don't know when the last time we had an erotic story was.
1: Uh, we we shared some erotic stories. Yeah, we did, didn't you we? And I. Yeah. But we can't do that. I mean, my list of erotic stories is thin. Mine um, aren't really
0: erotic. They're just what drunken debauchery.
1: Uh, some, and I don't kink shame. We never kink shame right. in here. It's but a sex-positive s- podcast. Some may describe the stories you shared as odd. <laughs> What parts? Uh, the small of the back and the gentleman's hand. Yeah,
0: that got brought up on the golf course this weekend. <laughs> Did it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then also the gentleman, uh, excusing himself from the situation to go engage in self-sex, right? On a chair.
0: Just to be clear, he never said, "Hey, I'm going to go beat off." Right. He well, just appeared at the foot of the bed beating off.
1: Clandestine or not, right? Odd, nonetheless. Right. Yeah. But I we don't, don't know. take shame.
0: Uh, I will say this. I don't know if I said this on the radio. or not. I feel like the the podcast is kind of my sa- safe. I hear Joe Buck talk about uh, Daddy Issues his show with Oliver Hudson. Yeah, which I'm furious is not currently on. But I understand he deep teased. He was he was on another podcast. I heard him talking about it. Uh, that it might be turning into something bigger. I thought it was just going to go away.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: it was a deep. It was a, and it wasn't on Daddy Issues because they haven't done a new Daddy Issue. I love that podcast. But anyway, he was saying. He, when he found out his wife listened to the podcast, he then had to like edit what he said on the podcast. <laughs> now, I know my wife listens to TMA, yeah, but I'm not sure if she listens to the podcast. But some of what I said on the podcast regarding the gentleman beating off and the guy putting his hand on the small of my back before the less popular MFMF uh, was supposed to occur, uh, she uh, heard us discussing that on TMA, and she goes... Today is like the first time in years that I had to turn off the show. Wow. And I go, the plowboy uh, talking about how he was blowing wow. out the bathroom with Casey from <laughs> WIL. No, you're Las Vegas stories. And who was that even with? And what were you even. She goes, I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. And just shook her head. She was kind of like.
1: <laughs> she wasn't happy. Uh,
0: right. I mean, she understands the program. Right, right. She knows where I am on all of this. Mm hmm. I don't want to say she respects it, but she understands it. Right. And, and as I've said about her before, when we're with Caden Cross, when we're with Lisa Ann, uh, I don't know what other adult stars we have been around. I feel like there's another one at some point. Oh, Dillion, the Dillionaire. Uh, yes. Uh, at Iggy's Place. Uh-huh. Um, treats, as they should be, by the way, uh, kind of a basic statement, but like just normal human beings it has conversations and couldn't be more. But as far as enjoying stag goes, she is not a fan, not a fan. Right. Now, I think she's probably would be described as neutral by most people as far as watching stag goes. Most women, probably not really all that enthusiastic about it, but because of my interest level in it, which I will acknowledge is extreme. Mm. Not necessarily, by the way, to just sit there and pleasure myself like I think Ken does throughout the course of the day, but like what's going on in the adult industry and finding new stars, which is fucking weird.
1: No, I mean, you're no, like a talent skill. I mean,
0: I, I, have I discovered people? I sure have, and I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Has that led to anything as far as tangible financial reward? It hasn't. And so it's odd. But I have, and I'm very proud You do it it for the love of the craft. I do do it for the love of the craft. And so I think the fact that I am so into it, it makes my wife more anti than she would be. But as far as when we're around somebody in the adult industry, just like the regular person she's bullshitting with. She's not like, oh, I hate porn. I'm not going to talk to the porn star.
1: Right.
0: Although I think if you listen to TMA, and certainly if you listen to this podcast, you don't have that trait. No. You know no, what I mean? It'd
1: be surprising if you, right. if you stuck, al- stuck right. around this long. Right. You know, if you're a new listener and hadn't heard it yet, and then it comes up and, you know, then you go, like You'd Ooh. be
0: shamed even for uh, treating a, an adult star like shit, which is kind of interesting because I think that's not the way it would have been 20 years ago. But I think that's progress. But, um, yeah, for example, and you might have been in the meeting, I don't recall if you were, when I brought up. The dotem and how Lisa Ann comes in, and then understandably, as you might imagine, many people here in the staff not familiar with her work. Sure. And then I bring it up, and they're like, wow.
1: Yeah. that's." that's- but then
0: they meet her, and they're, everybody's having conversations. Like, man, she's not only is she kind and easy to talk to and great to be with, she's really an intelligent woman. Absolutely. And yeah. that, that's where the cat's thing with the clean and smart, he would mock me for. and I, But I... but. There are, you know, just like any other business, there are some people who've got their shit together. There's some people who don't. Right.
1: There's dirt under but, uh, the uh, but oftentimes
0: of Americans street. are so caught up in sex that uh, the puritanical roots of the country that oh you watch porn or oh you like that turn, it turns into a whole thing. I don't know how many things have happened in my career, Jackson, where it's been well oh yeah where well, job offers are there. Well you can't have porn stars in. I go the fuck's the last time I had a porn star in. There? Right. Like this is like. Like what we do. It's yeah. like you're just making shit up.
1: Right. It's not, yeah, that's, uh, that's certainly something that's been done and it's, you know, like you said, like it's, you, a, lot of these, a lot of these people who are in the industry, Caden and Lisa Ann being great examples, are extremely intelligent business savvy uh, great people and so yeah, it's not like it's the whole show is like what porn star is going to be on next. Right. You know, that's total nonsense. I'd enjoy it for the
0: record, but it's not what we do. No.
1: And I, yeah, I think everyone All right, here we go. Let's go go into it. Because I got
0: a hard out, and you're thrilled about it. It's 1124, and I got to leave here at maybe even 1205. I might push it to 1210. Who knows? I don't know what we got going on here, but here's what I got. Hey, Tim, not sure if you're still answering individual questions since you've gone into deep dive format, but I haven't. We just did a few TMA deep dives around episode 500. Right. Uh, but either way, yeah, send in individual questions, Please. comments, anything is welcome. For sure. Uh T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Anything. Doesn't even have to do with us. Just, yeah. just write shit. Seriously. Uh, my coworkers and I listen to the show almost every day, and we are convinced that Jackson, or maybe someone else involved in the show, is responsible for the St. Louis Starter Packs account on Instagram. I've sent multiple DMs to the account asking, but zero response. Would Jackson ever reveal himself? Looking forward to tomorrow's analysis. Uh, oh, this was, this was sent to, you know, on KD. Uh, so this was sent last week. Um, Jackson's already covered that thoroughly on 101 ESPN. All right. Uh, Mike H., I have not. I did not give you the heads up that I was asking this. My intuition is you have absolutely nothing to do with it. And then if I go through the dais, I know I have absolutely nothing to do with it. There's no way in the world Doug or Iggy have anything to do with it. And it might even be less of a chance that the Plowhawk has anything to do with it. So I would say uh, St. Louis Starter Packs is something that is completely independent of TMA, albeit something that amuses the fuck out of me. Tight read. Okay.
1: Yeah. I have nothing. Do you
0: to know? It? No. I've, I, I mean, I, we, know who, we know who does it. That's uh, the other thing.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been tagged in it a bunch of times too. Right. So. But
0: uh, but I but the account and the material it provides is is. Strong yeah, it's strong, and it's strong because there's a lot of truth in
1: it, <laughs> yeah yeah, I have a feeling I, I'm not positive. Oh right who runs it, so I'm looking forward to when the mics go off to hearing it, but yeah, I enjoy the account, but no, n- not me, and I assume I know Tim and the other two would be very surprising uh, do not have anything to do <clears throat> with that account, yeah.
0: Now, the cough there was suspicious, even though I know it wasn't done as an effect of some kind.
1: I have this bad habit of not clearing my throat before I talk. Let me clear my throat. throat. I like that song. Um, but no, I, uh, I have a bad habit of not clearing my throat, so I'm working on that all the time. And having my mic switch back there has been a huge help. So
0: you are officially saying for this person, uh, Mike H., that you are not involved with that account. it's an account on Instagram at Saint Louis Starter Packs. For those of you not following it, I would majorly recommend it. No, I'm not it I haven't seen one in a few days.
1: I we get tagged and I'd say once every couple of weeks and I look I give it like a once over, like the entire uh the entire grid on Instagram. And it always makes You're more noise.
0: of an Ella Reese guy on tw- uh, Instagram.
1: That's how I know I'm on the TMASTL account. <laughs> 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 when I see She's Ella. very active on Instagram. It might be the most active Instagram user <laughs> in the entire company maybe in all of meta <laughs> stl starter packs i see one about i sell cars on manchester roads <laughs> <laughs> and it's really good <laughs> yeah i i i i actually appreciate it's st louis starter packs it's
0: not stl starter
1: packs. right st louis starter packs yeah i actually i actually really appreciate that someone would think that i'm creative enough to come up with this
0: that's that's and, and so therefore if i had to pick anybody I think it'll be you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, um, no, I'm not following it. I guess I just see screenshots of it. and see what the latest one is. I saw cars on Manchester Road, starter pack. Uh, grew up in St. Louis without cable, starter pack, and it's all the news anchors you from like, the this. 70s and 80s. You should look
1: at Saturday night, at double D's in 2010, starter pack.
0: <laughs> I was probably there.
1: <laughs> it's pretty.
0: Uh, any wedding, 40 minutes outside St. Louis, starter pack.
1: <laughs> St. Peter's hockey
0: dad, starter pack. <laughs> <laughs> and a picture of Joe Biden. I did that next to a gas tank. <laughs> yeah, that's so perfect. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's a picture of the upside down pineapple. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do a deep dive on the upside down pineapple. Especially somebody on. who has enjoyed the pleasures of group sex and whatever else fun and games come into play. You know the upside down pineapple thing. I don't know if that's a re- like. Is the premise that you're. <laughs> you're so fucking Randy <laughs> that you're going to Tierberg's and going, All right, let's just see what's doing and you find a pineapple in the produce aisle, flip it upside down just to see what's going on.
1: And you put it in the kid where the kid would sit. Right.
0: Yeah. Um I just I really would love to know. <laughs> Where that's all coming from. I would be, be... And I would be so pleased with the world if it were true.
1: I w- I'm more like, appa- not asn't because we do not kink shame. Right. But I'd, I'd be more interested in the people who have it like in their front yard. Like, does that mean like... <laughs> Somebody's so, driving by. You're so open for business in a sense that like people could knock on the door and the next minute you guys would be... Fucking. In the throes of passion. Like, that would be... And trust me, the grocery store thing is wild, too. Yeah. Because, like, I'd be really surprised if someone's, like, getting cut green beans in a can and all of a sudden they turn to their left, see the pineapple, and then, I don't know, like, slip their number in your back pocket. <laughs> but either way, yeah, I think we definitely need someone to, like, really break that down. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. I don't know. We got Mr. Smith. Who else? A Swing Haven board member. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm I sure feel like there's more. a
0: few more that I'm missing. Bill's wife?
1: Bill's wife. Yeah, that's, I don't... <laughs> Doug's Glue Guzzler. <laughs>
0: Doug's Glue Guzzler, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So there's definitely some. But I people. feel like Doug's
0: Glue Guzzler's hookups come off that is it three app or three something? Three fun. Like that? Three
1: fun. Thank you. Uh yeah, I feel like he's not necessarily looking for couples. He's looking for an extra female. Yeah. Which God bless him. I mean oh, yeah. hats it's off to him. Yeah, I tip my cap. And he's got good good golf swing.
0: Does he? Is he a player?
1: Yeah, and looks like John Rome.
0: Wow, look at you. Maybe you're gonna be the third.
1: No, 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 no. Well,
0: no. Oh, wow. What's the deal with everybody? Everybody on this show is in, involved in threesomes with me. Yeah, and yeah. probably Doug. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, now he's getting back in local TV. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All bets are off now. With the, the he probably hasn't even come been back it. to Channel Four since that article came out. But he will always be attributed to coming back to local TV. How?
0: I mean, that, that story. I, I, have you been asked about it? I don't know if people recognize you to the point that you get the...
1: Yeah, but like people I know, know. People I know have asked me
0: about it. I woke up at whatever, for the record, I'm talking about. There was a story in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, the Media Views column, Dan Caesar's column, two Fridays ago about Doug coming back to local... Tele- I had to just call up the thing. Uh, Doug Vaughn, K-M-O-V-S-T-L today. Let's see if the headline is still the same. Doug Vaughn after long health absence set to return to Channel 4 Sports. That's the headline. Right. And there's just there's it's not true. Right. And I woke up on whatever Friday that was, two Fridays ago. And just like you when you were talking on 101 a little while ago about the uh, the Reds announcer and the thing with the right, Pools right, home right. run and you're just woken up when you when you heard the audio and you're kind of just getting it together. And I remember waking up and if it were three in the afternoon and I would flip over to STL today and there was a big picture of Doug on the front page of the, the website, right. I'd go, what the fuck? Like I would assume something terrible happened, honestly. Right. that's right. What I, So I wake up, but it's five in the morning and I'm just starting to drink my coffee and I'm just settling in. I'm like, oh, there's Doug. I'll see him soon. And then I'm like, the fuck is this? Because I didn't know anything about it. And then I'm like, and then I start read, and I read the headline, which frames the story in the reader's mind. Now, it's designed, as is everywhere. This isn't limited to, to St. Louis, to get people to click on it. But I read it, and I read the story, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But then again, as I've said on this podcast, God only knows how many times, Doug and I just don't talk about the show or our business as business, whatever. You know, it's just not what we do. We just do the show. Yep, And we'll bullshit about totally... Non show related stuff and commercial breaks, if at all. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. He didn't say anything, but at the same time, it would make complete sense. Whereas if it were the cat and he, let's say he had left Bally Sports and I saw that story pop up and then he was going to return to Bally Sports, I'm just using this as a, you know, to try to contrast. I, there's no way in the world I wouldn't know about it. But that's just kind of the way that, that Doug just, just kind of goes about things. So, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, and I guess he wants to do it because I know he doesn't have to do it, so good for him. I'm a little surprised internally because I didn't think he really liked it, so I'm surprised he's going back to it, but okay. And then you read the story, and everybody comes away from it, and I don't know how many times, Jackson, over the last whatever, 10 days since that story came out, Mm -hmm. I have had people either email me, DM me, or in person talk about Doug returning to local TV. It's it's easily double digits. It's just a matter of if it's, you know, into the 20s. It's the strangest damn thing. And then the thing is, it's not true.
1: Right. Right. I mean, it's misleading. It's it's the headline is very much misleading. Right. But but here I
0: am working with him every day, almost going back to 2000. I guess in 2005 and six, we didn't work together, but we started TMA in 2007 with Doug as a part of it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know he was doing that. And then, you know, you had to have listened to that segment or be listening to this podcast to know that it's not true. But what it tells you, to me, and this speaks to a much, much larger issue, which I actually speaks, think speaks to the biggest issue going right now in the United States of America, which might sound crazy, but I really do feel this way, is how if people read something, they believe it is true. Now, not everyone um, and then because time, there are incidents where things much more significant than our little radio program or Doug and KMOV, people go, the people involved in the story, well, that's not true. And then people start to distrust media. And then that is how the void of trust is filled with bullshit artists, mm-hmm. which then leads to the, if you think it's anarchy now, just wait 750 days. Uh, because I, my bet is between now and then, you're going to see an even greater form of it. So I have extrapolated the column on Doug Vaughn returning to KMOV to uh, chaos in the United States in the next 750 days. Thoughts? I think you did comments? it masterfully. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Outside of my talent, which, is, which goes without saying, is uh, just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I as someone who collects links for the Mm -hmm. TMA, I read a lot of news sources. You're a big New York Post guy. uh, Just because I don't have to deal with ads and, like, begging me to subscribe. That's really the reason. And they have a wide variety of topics, including some risque ones that I find funny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But the way that headlines are written can be so misleading compared to – and New York Post is actually a big – like, they do that a lot. (laughs) But they aggregate from other sources as well. Um, You just read these headlines and you're just like – You know, oh, wow, like if I just read this headline, didn't read the article, I would get I would come away thinking something completely different than after I read the article.
0: Fun with arbitrary percentages. What what percentage of people who read headlines in 2022 via social media are just skimming through a site, a paper, uh, an app, uh, read the story?
1: Uh, What percentage of people read that? I would say and the
0: story. 30%. 30%. Oh, under all day. You just mm-hmm. lost, even though there's no way to prove it, but I still won. Sure. So that's awesome.
1: But I think that a lot of, but you're right in the fact that narratives are formed based around headlines yes. and not about, around the meat so of the actual even, story. I,
0: even if you do read the story, which you believe 30% of the people do, I think is under, who knows. Even if you do read the story, your mindset yeah. of how you read the story is framed by the headline. And it is, it is the game. It is the game that, I don't know how long it's been played, but it is the game that absolutely is being played now because some entities in media are dying an obvious death. Uh, And it's quick. I mean, I suppose you could say it's slow, but it's it's and I say quick because they won't be here soon. Um, And then on the other hand, the entities that are experiencing ridiculous profits are those that are making shit up. And creating things out of thin air, and that is that's where the money is, and so it is a business model, and that is, I believe, why there is I, there is no end in sight, and I don't even i I don't have anything. That's just kind of end, end scene. But yeah, this is this I mean, is this is a very minor example, but that's that's how I see it.
1: As as long as you can make money on news you're going to see more and more of this because it is
0: not a service. No, it's a
1: business. It's a business. And that's the biggest thing is that all of this stuff from news sources. but when we talk about the media is this, the media is a business. And what makes money is controversy and clicks. And so if you're going to create controversy and clicks, you might not get the most reliable news source, but that is, as you would say, the cost of doing business is that is what happens when media is, monetized just like any other business in America or across the world is that's going to be the byproduct of
0: it. Yeah. Yep. And it's um, I don't know do you, do you, do you share my I don't know what the right observation I suppose belief I think it'd be a better way to say it uh, that uh, winter is uh, coming again and this time is going to be even more intense than 2020,
1: 2021? Um. Yes and no. I think that we are going to see a lot of similarities to what happened uh, in 2020. I think COVID not being as big of a factor in that will play a role in some of the things that will happen in 2024. Um, I think there is some hangover effect from both sides of like, okay, we've been extreme for a long time now, and the extremes have had their times to talk. Let's kind of come together. That's my hope, at least, and whether that be naive or not, I think it's going to be a little less than because if it's more so than 2020, I don't know what's I mean, that's going to get really ugly. So um, the optimist in me is at least thinking that uh, we'll see a little bit better of discourse coming in 2024. But a lot of that comes with who's going to be on the ticket.
0: I envy you because I envy what I see is a hope. Mm hmm. That has no chance, actually. That's how I view it. Now, I mm-hmm. hope I'm wrong sure. of happening. And so it's for real when I think about making whatever, when I think about handling things over the next couple of years, I consider all of that in the equation. And I'm talking about, you know, take your pick of whatever, large decisions, I suppose, because to me, it's so obvious, but I don't. I don't want to be right. It's not one of those things. I don't know. Uh, would be an example. Well, I guess I mean it, it's a. It's, not, it's a terrible analogy, but I suppose when we were talking about the Blues and the Avalanche, I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's going to be. You know, you're going up against one of the best teams in the NHL here over the last take however many years. I hope I'm wrong, but I kind of know what I see, and it's going to be incredibly. Difficult, if not miraculous, for it not to happen. It's not a great analogy because we're talking sports versus something that could be uh, monstrous. But uh, yeah, from my standpoint, it's just it's 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 inevitable. But it's something that is under the radar at the moment, and um, therefore, it's if it's under the radar, people don't think about it because they're not talking about it. But yeah, that's that's how I see it, and I I, I really have no idea how it. Doesn't happen. I don't know. Maybe I'm off the mark, but I, but yeah, I just I I, I expect winter to come because I think if anything, things are now worse uh, than they were leading into 2020. So that is where I come from. And in, and it was at the beginning of 2020 where I said and it might have been at the end of 2019, and this is obviously pre-COVID where I said winter is coming, and it was so obvious to me that winter was coming. And so this time around, I'm going, oh boy. It's coming again, and it's going to be even worse than the first time.
1: Yeah, I hear you on
0: that. But you you are hopeful, or do you really believe? Like, here, I'll do what I did on one hundred one this morning. You got to put a thousand dollars down. Yeah, your own money. You got to take a thousand dollars and put it down.
1: So it's going to be like put a thousand. That's going be like going to be worse than. I mean, if we're going to like be honest, you like January sixth.
0: Uh, well, I think there's so much to the whole thing, but certainly January That was like the culmination
1: was, of it. That's what I thought of it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'll tell you what, there are some people who would be listening to this and they would say, well, Election Day was actually the, the worst day. Depends on your perspective. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which I, it's I, kind of I, speaks to why
0: I think yeah, winter yeah, yeah.
1: coming. Yeah, I, I mean, if you think the latter of that, then... okay. I, but, like, for
0: example, if Doug were sitting in here with us, he would not tell us that he thinks January 6th was, you know... As bad as i think january 6th was but my whole thing is not based on january 6th it's based on the overall sure
1: but that set be- of
0: circumstances whether president trump is indicted that could bring things to uh the table uh quicker than november 2024 mm-hmm. um you heard lindsey graham talking about there'd be riots in the street imagine what that would be like if indeed he's indicted um, if he is not indicted, okay. Now he is running for president. Imagine that set of
1: circumstances.
0: Um, boy. Why do you just say boy?
1: Well, you lay it out, and it doesn't. Right. My optimism is certainly dwindling. Right.
0: I mean, it's, it, to me, it's just it's, it's it's all kind of obvious. It's certainly not what I was planning on talking about in the podcast, but QFTA is a. Uh, yeah,
1: it's an open forum. It's, it's of, an I open guess. forum of yeah.
0: just uh, here. Let's uh, let's unwind from three hours of TMA and one hour from balloon party, especially an hour in which Jamie Rivers walked into the studio and wanted a PC and then Carrie Davis came in. I mean, you had them coming from, from all directions. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's how I see it. I, I want to make it clear. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know what can happen that can change the inevitable because my thought process to explain my in, in some capacity, do the math on it. My belief is uh, they are going to do everything possible to keep Donald Trump from running for president in 2024. That is my belief. Mm-hmm. And whether it is rooted in actuality that leads to indictments or whatever needs to be done from a theater standpoint to keep him from uh, being able to run. Uh, and then inevitably, of course, you know where he's going to be on everything uh, before the, the game even oh, yeah. starts. Yeah. So it's... he's uh, going to raise hell over that, or yeah. he's not going to get indicted, and he's going to run. And so it's just kind of a take your pick of when it all goes down. But it's going to go down, and yeah. when it goes down, then it is, does he become president again, or is he not, and does he lose to, and take your pick of whomever? Yeah. I suppose the only... I don't even know. I'm just, try, I'm just trying to present a solution in which all hell doesn't break loose. And I don't know if... Ron DeSantis winning the presidency is the way that all hell doesn't break loose, because then you have somebody who's kind of from the Trump tree, but has also kind of been doing his own thing to distance himself from the Trump tree, but he's a Republican, and for those who aren't Trump people, but they're pro-Republican, and they can pull-up spots of DeSantis tying himself to Trump, and I think that was 2020 when he ran for governor, but I don't know if that would have been right. Uh, either way, I remember those spots when he was running, 2018 or 2020. And, uh, no, 2018 probably. And uh, and people would say, see, this is still somebody from the Trump train, but he'd have to beat Trump.
1: Right, right. He'd yeah. have
0: to beat Trump. And then that's going to be a problem because you know how that's going to go. Um, or whoever. I still don't believe Joe Biden runs for a second term um, I've never thought he was before he even won the nomination before he became president and uh, current day I am I will stick to that and, uh, and and would wager on that so from that standpoint I just don't know how it's avoidable right now people don't like this so then I as the messenger and I'm not even the messenger I'm giving my opinion that is based in just kind of reading the tea leaves and I suppose I have to get credit from people who've listened to this podcast for being on about what took place in 2020 and 2021. But, uh, it's not like I like this, but yeah, this is how I feel. And I don't really know how, and you've been with me and around some people who are tied in and you heard what they had to say and they share the same opinion. Now they didn't share that opinion because I happen to have that opinion. They're certainly much more, you know, tied into the world than I am. I'm just reading the tea leaves. It's, again, it kind of strikes me as obvious. It's like when we were going in, I know you weren't working on the show at the time, Jackson, but in uh, November of 2020, but leading into it, and it was a time where we would talk politics on TMA, and I remember saying to Doug, can you picture Donald Trump conceding? Now, I wasn't, I wasn't talking. There was no you know, election controversy at the time because this is before yeah, this the election. Is, yeah. I said, can you just picture him conceding? And Doug's yeah, as long as there's no fraud, and I go you've you've already you've already been bought and paid for so to speak because you're already doing what he's going to do, which is if he loses, he will say there's
1: fraud. Right.
0: So it's already it's already done. Right. It's already worked.
1: Yeah, I mean that's and that and I guess the way I think about it is, you know, is there's a lot of trying to fix a problem that was never a problem in the first place and going into that to 2024. I mean, you, I guarantee you it's going to be the. I, I shouldn't say I guarantee anything. But I have a feeling that there's going to be the same narrative that was around the 2020 election, will happen around the 2024 election, even before it starts. And then, you know, that, that scary. I, I remember when I went to vote on 2020 at, you know, very safe location. I, I felt I wanted to just make sure everything was, you know, I, I, went, I had my head on a swivel. I had my head on a swivel, and I don't want to feel that in 2024, but I know I have a good feeling that I will be doing the same thing right. where I, I am not comfortable uh, until I leave the voting poll because I I, I, I just don't, and it sucks. It sucks that you have to feel that way uh, to a country that is you know, a world power, but that's how I felt in October of 2020, or November, I should say, of 2020, and I feel in November of 2024 I'm going to have a similar feeling walking to that voting booth. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, it yeah. sucks. I have to feel that way.
0: So, yeah, from that standpoint, um, yeah, I don't, I don't view it from the voting booth standpoint. I understand you're coming from. I'm sure some people have their different thoughts on it. I just view it from, I just think, I, I just don't know how this does not go batshit within the next, uh, I guess, uh, what are we talking about, uh, 30-ish months. So, listen, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm
1: wrong. Yeah, but, me too. I hope that I hope that I hope that you're wrong um, because that does, I man, scares me. I
0: was certain of it in 2020. Yeah, yeah. And I want to make it clear, I'm not certain, but by 2020, it was you know it was it was it was a collision course. You know, but with this, there are still some things. I suppose there's time, but I'm observing. Again, I'm not I'm not locked in like I was um, to the political shows. But in the uh, January 6th investigation and now the Mar-a-Lago um, search warrant and the decision as to whether or not to indict, uh, it's, from my standpoint, either there's one of two things going on. Either they really do believe that he needs to be indicted, mm-hmm. all hell will break loose, Lindsey Graham's own words saying there'll be riots in the streets, um, or they're just going to go, we've got to do something so he cannot run in 2024. Either way, if indeed that's the case, the only—so what is the—so okay. So either way, then that puts him in a spot where he cannot run, which is going to cause all hell to break loose. Yeah. Okay? Or they don't. They don't indict. This was a case of him just being like, Yeah, this is my stuff and I'm taking it back to Florida with me and I don't really care. Screw these people. Uh we're gonna put it at Mar a Lago, it was harmless. And they go, Fine, we're not gonna we're not gonna do this because we you know, whatever. Either there's nothing there or they're just going, it's just not worth what's gonna happen if we do. Well then what happens?
1: Then he runs for president.
0: Correct. So you see where I am. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so then if he's running for president <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: going to be awful.
0: So, either he wins or he loses. But you know how that goes down.
1: Right. He never loses. All right,
0: so now now you're with me. Aren't you?
1: Isn't it Yeah, isn't it <laughs> fascinating that all of this is centered around one human being?
0: Well, I, I think maybe the um, the genesis of it was, but the thing is, you know, it's not like he's going to be around at least a factor in 20 years. Right. But there will be people from the tree, which is what I'm talking about right. with DeSantis. Yeah. Um, even though he might, and I, I don't know if there would be a family member. I guess most likely Ivanka, I would suppose, uh, wow. who would who would carry carry it forward. But I, I think it's more of a movement now than it is an individual. Even though uh, certainly the individual is the face of the movement, you see where I'm coming from. Yeah, I hear. But that. yes, if 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 he somehow were not in, involved, um, I still think the movement is is prevalent. I don't think it's as powerful without him. Right. He's the st- yeah. I don't st- think Donald Jr. or Eric or Ivanka inspires people like no. he inspires them. But, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I arrive at my conclusion. And, again, I want to make it clear. It's not like I'm making bets on this or I want it to happen. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't think I – I guess I could go back and listen to, to QFTAs in 2020 and hear what I was saying. But I remember I was saying it before COVID because I was saying it leading into uh, the uh, South Carolina primary that I thought Biden was going to get the nomination just because I didn't think Democrats would let Bernie Sanders get the nomination – so, because I, I, I thought they thought that would then destroy them down the ticket. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah, yeah. And that I knew Buttigieg couldn't be the nominee because he didn't play well with minorities. Uh, and Klobuchar didn't play well with minorities. Yeah. And so then who was the alternative? Biden. Yeah. And so that's why. And, and the only reason I was aware of this guy was just scrolling through odds. Yeah. That's how the whole thing t- saw. And I saw like Biden was plus, I don't know what it was, seven or 800. And I go, God, that's a pretty good value, considering I think that they're going to do whatever they can to get somebody other than Bernie Sanders, and who can it be? And it's not going to be Pete Buttigieg or Amy Klobuchar. So who's left? And Joe Biden at that time, Jackson, was was done,
1: yeah.
0: was bordering on being out of the race, and it was the South Carolina primary that turned it all around. So if you can see what the moves are in advance of the moves being made, that is how you can— you know, have an edge, and usually you're talking about, oh, I noticed that Missouri's offensive line is dominating Louisiana Tech's offensive line, therefore I'm going to live bet because they're going to win the game. Unfortunately, in this case, I see the moves, at least what I think I see are the moves, and I don't know how there is not some, at some point, inevitable, They they meet, the two forces meet, and whether that be an indictment or whether that be the election in 2024, or something in between, um, you got, you got an immovable force. So uh, it's going to happen, and I just don't know how it, it does it. But, you know, maybe I will be wrong. I want to be wrong. Yeah. It concerns me. But, yeah, dead serious. When it comes to, like, my own personal uh, and professional moves, I, I consider this in the equation.
1: Yeah, I don't see Which isn't point. a
0: fun way to think. It's like you're not no. thinking, Oh, I think this is gonna happen, it's gonna be positive. I'm going, I think this is gonna happen and it's gonna cause chaos.
1: Makes me nervous. All
0: right, I didn't want to do that. I mean no, I, you know, you're still you still got a great move, you're hitting the ball better lately. Why am I ever. Yeah. I'm it's surprised really we, like we didn't get together. any questions on that.
1: I know, it's bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. It's really the talk of the town, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh ball ball striking and uh it is getting better. Boy. Uh. Wow, look at you. you really I, I just haven't thought about it. I've, like you, kind of been t- detached. I've been just...
0: Are, are we on golf or on my winter is coming part two? The winter two. is coming part oh, 2 Golf. I'm sorry. Can... Maybe I should just do this. But I said, Jackson, just hit record. Don't listen <laughs> to the podcast this week because no. I don't want to ruin your happiness.
1: Well, I'm just, I've am just. i been so detached. I've been hip deep in both the Mizzou depth chart and sure, what, our the, lads. what the Pelicans can do in the West this year, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I've mm-hmm. just kind of been detached from it. But, yeah, you bring that up, and really concerns me, but... You know the optimist in me is still strong. I'm 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 an optimist by nature, naive as it may be. It's how I enjoy the latest. It, 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 well, it, I
0: envy it. those who have that, yeah. and because I, I wouldn't call it naive, I'm envious. Yeah, it's my uh, natural. I'm envious of those who are religious. Honestly, mm-hmm. dead serious, dead serious, because it's it's not uh, you know not necessarily. Refreshing to think, oh, in whatever time period it'll be, I'll just be gone, right? You know, and that means I don't get to see my family again. You know, so I would much rather a- arrive at a conclusion of having faith, and I, I really do, truly. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Remember, having Se Cup on, I think she was on TMA. I don't think she's on the podcast. Oh, yeah, she was on. Oh, TMA. you remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. She was on a couple more than once.
0: Yeah, and uh, and she um, talked about being an atheist. I believe. I don't think she's. No, she's an ag- she's agnostic. And, uh, and she said, "I would love to be a person of faith, but I'm just not. I can't. I can't get there. But I'm jealous." And I go, "God, what you're saying is exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. I just can't get there. Yeah. So maybe I can at some point, but at this moment, I am not. Um, but I certainly look at my parents, for example, and I wish I had that belief. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. So I envy or." I don't know. So I'm not mocking, certainly. And if anything, I respect your optimism because I wish I could see it that way. Because even if nothing does happen, I am operating on the premise that something awful or a series of things that are awful are going to happen over the next couple of years. And therefore, there's this anticipation, which sometimes can be worse than the actual moment, of of some semblance of a, uh, a major negative incident or incidents impacting everybody's lives in the United States. And so, yeah, that's that's not a fun way to go about it. Now, it's not like I sit around and think about it. I happen no. to think about it today because we were talking about Doug going back to KMOV. Right. And inevitably, that's going to get us into this discussion.
1: Yeah, we you could just roll a pair of dice and uh, some, a topic will come up and we'll talk about something so completely different. And I love it. God, do I love it.
0: <laughs> All I want... Our female listeners to write in about the soft touch of their friend at two in the morning. That's all I want this podcast to be. Yeah, and now, instead, now who's being naive.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and instead, I am, I am, I become Nostradamus. Yeah. Uh, with these things, yeah. And the it's January, and the on. January sixth thing. But again, the January sixth thing that I called wasn't because I knew it was happening, or I was on some QAnon boards. You know, I just knew people who I would put in that category of possibly being on them. We're going, I just got to be in Washington on January 6th. I'm going, I don't know what the fuck that's about. I just know people who are, you know thinking certain things, are making sure they're in Washington on January 6th, so I'm going to keep an eye on it. Yeah, that's a good call. And then I heard President Trump was going to be speaking on January 6th, and I go, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm starting to see what's... The recipe what,
1: The recipe is not, yeah. not good.
0: I I, uh, I don't know what, what's going to come out of the oven, but I have a feeling I got an idea, yeah. and sure enough.
1: Big old pile of shit. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's
0: just like I'm going, I don't know how it's avoided. It's, uh, hey, listen, now inevitably there'll be... Tweets and Facebook posts about what I've said, um, but if you want to discuss it, I'm happy. I, I want, I want other opinions. I, I if anything, I want people to say, "Well, here's why it's not going to happen." Yeah, please. And and that it make me feel better. Seriously, I, how many times? Well, you're not in on a lot of the sound stories these days. The Plowhawk is. I don't know how many times for real over the last few months, and I've been doing these things since the end of 2019. Uh, obviously didn't do many in 2020, in the first half of 2021. I don't know how many times over the last few weeks I have had people go, I'm concerned about the future. I don't worry about it for myself because I'll be gone, and my kids are older, but I worry about it for my grandkids. I don't know how many times. Like, I'm telling you, it's about 75% of the sound stories I've done. Yeah. And my dad has said that to me. Yeah, and my some that, that I've been that on I've heard, I've heard yeah, about. It's, you know. it's, it's at this point, and I didn't hear that in 2019. Um, so it's just a different, uh, it's a different set of circumstances, but again, you know, it, it's, it's not something people want to hear. So then whoever, like I saw, there's this article this morning. Here you go. Here's how we get to weird shit. Uh, I'm just browsing the sports page. It's the strangest fucking story. I don't know what they're doing there. Uh, Reese Davis of ESPN, ESPN's Reese Davis, a skeptic about Mizzou football entering 2022 season. I'm just like, oh, I guess Dave Madder interviewed Reese Davis about Mizzou. Kind of an odd
1: there's story. But Plowsy said something the other day about, like, or there's a drop of it where he's like, Joe Lenardi put Reese Davis in a body bag. <laughs> I just remember being like, what the what a wild <laughs> sense. Reese
0: Davis, who's essentially, like, he's not even like a personality, he's no. an anchor. Yeah he, I mean, yeah, he just delivers Right, messages. and then he sets up Herb Street and Corso and Desmond Howard. Yeah. And whoever else is on the dais. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you, I don't have high hopes for the Tigers this year. And then Pete Thamel says, why? The schedule looks brutal. Let's wait and see about the quarterback. I was going to bring up Luther Burden, too, so I'm glad you did. I think the Hill may be a little tough. They got Kansas State, who I'm really high on. And then inevitably, because I'm a fucking masochist, I know before I even go, I'm like scrolling down, I'm like, can't wait to see the comments Uh because I already know what it's going to be. And what are the comments going to be? Let's see how well you know it at this point as a young man.
1: It's probably seventy percent, or maybe even higher, of like the Tiger Board posters uh, with like screenshots of the recruiting class uh, from. No, like, this
0: is under the STL Today article. Oh, this is not on Tiger Board or Power Missouri or anything.
1: I thought it was on Twitter. My apologies. Uh, so the, what
0: are in, what's in the comments?
1: The Tiger Board faithful, um, you know, talking about the recruiting class, and then uh, also a portion of Kansas City people coming in and throwing, like, like their hell yeahs in
0: there. No. 100% wrong, as a matter of fact. Really? It is people, for the most part, shitting on Reese Davis. See what I'm saying? Oh, I that, don't always, that's what I meant by the Tiger Board. People, okay. Like, shitting all okay. over Reese Davis. Because people, if it, it's an opinion that people don't like, they don't go, well, I disagree with that, and here's why I think that they're going to be better than Reese Davis thinks. I think that the Luther burden factor is huge. I think Brady Cook is better than people think he's going to be. And I think the defense is going to be improved. And I also think Kansas State is winnable and Auburn is winnable. Right. And plus, they're going to win four games when you have uh, Vanderbilt, New Mexico State, Louisiana Tech, and Abilene Christian. And I think they might be able to get Arkansas and South Carolina. So I actually think they're going to improve. No, it's fuck Reese Davis. Who the hell's he? That's, that's what it
1: is. Right. Yeah. It's, now, it, it's of course, personal. it's because
0: it's done anonymously under a, an article. But my point being, if people don't like an opinion, oftentimes, is that, well, let me show you why I disagree. It is fuck off or let me pass aggressively shit on it in the comment section of social media. So what I'm saying is you're welcome to do that either way. Uh, but if you would like to enter into the discussion, I would like to hear why you think that I may be wrong on the topic. But I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know how some of these things are avoidable. So that's where I am. All right, time to wrap it up. What a downer of a QFTA, Jackson. <laughs> Let's snort some rails. You can oh. snort some off the small of my back, which was caressed before what was supposed to be yeah. a wonderful MFM. Seems
1: like I'm not the first. Yeah. There <laughs> been a lot of gentlemen on the
0: small of my back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so email me, tmckernit at InsideSTL.com. And I know I'll get some good ones. you know, you got to be a real masochist to listen to the entire podcast, hate me, l- seek it out, listen to it, and then motherfuck me. So this is a different type of situation than if I was doing this on TMA or on 101. Right, You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, this is God, can you imagine if I did this on 101?
1: Oh, well, yeah, we would, yeah. that would go poorly. Yeah. Jamie of... Rivers
0: and Gary Davis would be in there for me.
1: Oh, yeah, Jamie, yeah. yeah. They'd be carrying out our yeah. our yeah. corpses. <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, there it is. I don't know. I really, yeah, I just, I'm like <laughs> certain of it. As certain as one can be without knowing. That's where I am.
1: Yeah, I mean, you lay out a hell of a picture <laughs> so much so that it is actually you know i was passive i was a lot more optimistic before the podcast started. sorry yeah. no, no i mean sometimes you gotta come to grips
0: uh let's see maybe the title of this podcast can be if you're happy don't listen to this
1: but it's the couldn't think of a more perfect title because <laughs> i was a lot a, a happy- warning i was a lot happier before this damn yeah. podcast if nope, you're happy don't listen to this all right uh time to shut it down thank you to all
0: of our sponsors the great seth Goldcamp of design air heating and cooling is online at design air service Dot com and uh, he is uh, the one who makes my home feel oh so wonderful during the summer months and the winter months. Seth Goldcamp, the official HVAC provider of the Tim McKernan Show and of TMA, he's also uh, Doug Vaughn's HVAC provider as well. Big time fan of Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating cool. and Cooling. If you ever need anything, go to Design Air Service. Dot com and Mark Hanna of Evergreen Well Strategies. So many people on the show and in the audience are working with Mark Hanna, including Jackson. 314 889 0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Jackson, why do you
1: like Mark Hanna? He's the best. Okay, I could stop it right there. I won't. Yeah. But he, see, I mean, it's really true. It's true. Like, yeah, you know, he actually texted me yesterday uh, an idea for a balloon party question. I mean, that's just how good he is. Oh, know? really? Are you
0: getting your material that I give you credit from from outside sources? Uh-uh. Wow.
1: No, no, none what of the, a heartbreaking moment that would be. None of the questions used today or in, in the past have been anything except me. But Mark Hanna is such an invested listener and such a great guy that he sends me these things because he's interested in them. But I want to say to you out there listening, you should be interested in Mark Hanna because Mm. what he can do for your Mm. finances. You don't want to mess Mm. around with your financial future. You definitely don't want to mess around with your savings. So get in touch with Mark Hanna. He's got excellent strategies, excellent ideas for you to save some money down the road. You want to get on the phone with him. He's a great human being. You hear him every Thursday on TMA. Great guy. Couldn't recommend him any more than I do. Get Mm. in touch with Mark Hanna if you don't have anybody, if you don't have a plan. If you already have somebody... Make the switch, man. Just make the switch because Mark is the best in the business.
0: Three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three, or go online at evergreenstl.com. Thank you to the Home dot com. Thank you to Jamie Burkhardt, Peter Munganas, Clayton Patterson at St Louis Acura and Alton dot com, and thank you to Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, Mark Han of Evergreen Strategies, and James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, and Action Jackson, who I have uh, psychologically destroyed for the day with this episode. Uh, but but d- d- dissent. Provide your reasons for dissenting. That's what we want. And then we're gonna and then next week we'll probably you know what's gonna happen? People are gonna send in erotic stories. That's what's gonna happen next week. I sure hope
1: so. It'd be like a it'd be like a ninth Hanukkah present. Because right now I'm getting getting coal around the board.
0: I don't know what I got. I mean it's you know, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I found a hot scene to jack off to. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, you got. It's yeah, you're useless. A, to yeah, I mean at this sense. at this
0: point, I'm out to pasture. Someone maybe maybe you can have something going on. You can have something going on when you go dancing by yourself at tin roof.
1: Yeah, that's not the place to do it. <laughs> oh wow! You're not going to capture reveal your place. You're not going to any, your not gonna capture an erotic story <laughs> dancing by yourself. You might get somehow a drink thrown at you. <laughs> it's like, hey, get this freak off the dance floor. <laughs>
0: Uh, send your erotic stories in or your reason why uh, winter is not coming. Team McCurran inside And just motherfuck me. And yeah. you, what do we got? Head side, Anything will shape, do. height, hair loss. Uh, I don't know. Whatever else. Insult. Uh, Jackson, what? Your uh, pale skinned, pale skinned. Dalding. Balding, NBA uh, fanatic
1: can't hit a seven iron more than a buck sixty. That
0: is a little odd to me.
1: It's super odd. Yeah, that but is that, that is
0: a little odd. And actually, I think it's closer to one forty five if memory serves, which was alarming when it happened.
1: I cooked one one fifty five on Friday of last week. <laughs> cooked one one fifty five. I really got a hold of it.
0: So there it is. Uh, the table has been set for next week's QFTA. Uh, wow, wet your whistle. This is a this is a big one. Next week, we'll see. Maybe people will preside. Uh, a reason for I hope. sure hope so. All right, uh, that's going to do it for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show from the home Laune expert.com studios on the inside STL slash TMA STL podcast network.
1: Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors, we're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga.